Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Trot's Life. It is Tuesdays and it is breeding time. We're talking breeding and Wayne Ronan joins us. Firstly, Wayne, mate, uh, how are you and whereabouts are you today? Um, I'm going good, Toby. I'm actually in Toowoomba today, driving around, uh, looking at a few horses. <laughs> what What are you doing for a job, or, or what What's involved with going around looking at horses in Toowoomba? I'm actually an equine chiropractor, mate. So I um, travel to Queensland fortnightly, doing the rounds with my clients. So, okay, all right. Well, that might explain a few things. As I've gone back through uh, the family of common courtesy over several generations, and there's been associations with different people uh, here, there, and everywhere through this family, mate. So firstly, I suppose it starts back in about 1997. I'm guessing you bought a mare called Norwood Topsy, a New York motoring mare? Yeah, um, I think it was 98, 98 or 99 when Jerry Hattrick was born. So I bought yep. her in foal in the June and in the June of... 99, I think, when Jerry Hattrick was born. Yep. Um, yeah, so, and bought her on the advice of Gordon Campbell from Computer Bread. I'd, uh, I'd bred a Vanderport horse and um, decided I wouldn't mind buying a broodmare myself. I got a lender with a mare off uh, Bert Dunn at the time. And, uh, yeah, Gordon su- suggested that I buy a Noah Topsy. A friend of his had it. So um, it all went from there. So this was basically your first venture into breeding? I'm on um, with my own mare, yes. Yeah, okay. So you started with geriatric, but you actually trained the 97 foal zippity doodah. It started with trainer Daryl Kell, came down to you for a little period of time and then went went off again. Was that, was, what was the connection um, to that one? <laughs> so in the dealings with Norwood Topsy, I actually become good friends with, uh, I think it was George Convell who owned... Yep. Nor Topsy previously, and um, he still had Zippity Doodah there, and she wasn't doing a lot up there. And he asked if I could take her and give her a go. And at the time, I'd only just sort of started out training and um, was getting a few horses and getting them going. And yeah, I, I just took her for a bit. That's how I got in. We tried to get her in foal, but she wouldn't cycle. So yeah, okay. Um, yeah, that's how, that's how that association come about. She was a pretty good mare in the end, Norwood Topsy. Uh, she was uh, a sister to a horse, to, or uh, sorry, her uncle was its motor power in a sense. It was a really good horse, won 400,044 wins. And he was by New York Motoring, and Norwood Topsy was by New York Motoring. So she was really well bred. You, you picked out a good one. She had 13 foals, 10 of those raced, and eight winners. Uh, including Geriatric, who you, who you mentioned, won 11 races and, and got to winning an MO. But he must have had issues, did he, geriatric? Yeah, mate. Um, so as a three-year-old, look, at, at the time, um, I was good mates with Dave, Dave Murphy, still am, but he was training geriatric, giving him a couple of starts as a two-year-old, couldn't get him going. Um, 
yeah, so I, I took him over. We got him going, won a race um, at Bendigo first up with him. Yep. Then um, I had a, a good friend of mine, Gary, or Gary Sarah, was at the trainer, uh, at the training facilities I was at and had a friend in Sydney. And as it worked out, I hadn't transferred Norwood Topsy from New South Wales. So Jerry Hattrick was actually New South Wales bred and they <laughs> had the breeders bonus scheme. So I sent him up to Bruce Wood. Yep. Um, he won first up at Newcastle and, um, yeah, I'd, I'd sent him up to Bruce and said, look, if you can tell him I've got this on him. And he rang me back. He said, oh, if you sell him, I'll buy him. And two days later, he broke a sesamoid. Oh. Um, yeah. So then the journey of 12, 14 months of uh, rehabbing him, bringing him back. Um, yeah, I think he won nine of 11. And those two that he didn't win were group races, so then the wear and tear from the joint sort of took over and, um, yeah, he, he we retired him before he got too, too sore, so. Yep. There were other foals out of this foundation, Mare is what I'll call her for you, Norwood Topsy was uh, Dasher Class, who ended up winning 34 races and won an MR and M1. You must have sold him as a young horse. It was, a, it was an interesting little one, cleaned the scene by Artiscape, who didn't race, Went to a stallion called Darubal G, which is uh, Bruce Wood's horse. Uh, produced a trotter in Yes Mate, who won one start as about a seven-year-old or a six-year-old. Uh, yes Mate uh, is an interesting story, but uh, pacing bred with trotted. Yeah, mate. So yeah, mate. I, I <laughs> stayed good friends with uh, Bruce and, and Carol and had a few mares up on, on their place. And I just said to Bruce, well, I, I'd give her to, at least to a fella and she was a little bit offset in the knees and wouldn't stay sound. So I said, well, we'll, we'll send it to Darubal G. And we got Yes Nate back. Um, kept going sore on the stifles. And with lockdown, I actually spent the two lockdowns in Queensland. So my son, Connor, mm. uh, started getting him going. They worked out he was a better trotter. Yeah, um, yeah with, with, with the pain, he actually trotted better. And, yeah, come out and he, he, uh, he won a race, so, which is... Nice, but unexpected. Yeah, 100%. So probably, well, I would say the best foal out of Norwood Topsy was Trebor Trebor. She was by Albert Albert and obviously is Albert Albert backwards. She won she won an MO. She won an M1. She she won a uh, Breeders' Crown Consolation, actually, but uh, got it taken off you by protest, which... Oh, don't, don't bring back the bad memories, mate. Oh, well, actually, I backed the winner on the occasion, and uh, Jasper Joe. So we might be at loggerheads here. Yeah, no, my old man still rues that night, mate. Uh, I don't know how you lose a race when the horse actually hung out of the sprint lane and locked wheels with us. But anyway, that's that's gone and dusted. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. She was she was a great mare. Though. She only had the fifty eight starts across five years, twelve wins, seventeen placings. I was surprised to see she'd only earned 84000 In my mind, she was a much better mare than that, if that makes sense. Yeah, mate. Look, the prize money back there then probably wasn't like it is now. And um, she, she actually won a few early on and uh, fractured a pedal bone. Yeah. And um, I actually tried to get her in foal and she she missed. So we, we got her back into work. And, um, yeah, that year, her last year was probably her best year racing and we'd uh, nominated for some mare's race, but anyway, we didn't get in and she finished up beating some nice horses at Mooney, Mooney Valley and went 158 on, on that night. So, um, 
yeah, I, I, it was just a circumstances where she probably didn't do as much metro racing as she, she probably should have. Yeah, she went. She goes to the breeding barn, and she has eleven foals, seven starters, seven winners. Uh, Helen's in paradise. Who so we'll come back to, and then some nice horses. Better down under. 134,013 wins. Ideal Lifestyle was a nice horse for you. Uh, 114,000 in Australia and went on to win 320 in total in America with, with 25 wins in total. And, and now there's a young horse as well, Kafaji, still coming through the ranks, who's had the 27 starts for eight wins and 124,000. She's been a great producer, Treble Treble. Oh, she has, mate. And look, I've, I've been blessed, you know. It, um, it, it's it's quite surreal when you think back that yeah. you, you finish you buy me over six thousand and her first daughter leaves all the winners you can you can put it to a stay in and sort of guarantee that you're going to get a winner of some sort, mate. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a great ride. It has been a great ride, and so Treble Treble is the first filly for you out of Norwood Topsy, and the first foal for Treble Treble is Helen's in Paradise. She won just the two races from sixteen starts, four placings. She was she wasn't hopeless as a racehorse, obviously. But oh, mate, yeah, go. mate, she should she should, she should never have raced. Yeah. Um, as a two year old, she staked her rump on a steel dropper and half damaged her um, hamstring, so she always walked with a short step on her near side. Yeah. Um, showed a lot of ability before that. Like, um, yeah, she, she was actually going to be a nice horse until that happened, and should never have raced for the fact that she actually won two races is still unbelievable. Yeah. So, well, um, she was a very tough horse. Yeah. Uh, where did Helen's in Paradise come from, the name? Um, my mother had actually just died not long beforehand, so we uh, named the mayor in honour of her. That's touching then. Yeah, now it is, mate. And uh, look, I'm I'm glad, look, after all that happened, that um, she's actually still carrying on mum's legacy through a foal, so it's, it's, it's been great. Yeah, too right. And common courtesy, uh, her... She's had six foals, Helen's in Paradise, two starters, two winners, and the shining light, common courtesy by Tin Tin in America. Uh, he's not he's not a uh, sexy stallion by any standards, Tin Tin in America. What was the attraction to him at the time? Well, every now and again through my breeding, I, I actually um, bring Ken McKay from Premier Pedigrees. Yep. Um, and he'll send me through a list of stands that match, and Tintin Mary actually matched up really well with all our horses. And um, being a first foal, I I, uh, I thought, oh well, I'll give Tintin and Mary a go. He's reasonably priced, and um, yeah, see how we go from there. With because the mare was sort of unknown, and with the racing, I wasn't sure what was going on. But yeah, it turned out to be a uh, a nice little cross. I think you've got more flexibility to do that when you're going to race them yourself, if that makes sense, rather than you don't have to go to commercial stallions. Yeah, that's right too, mate. And at the time, to be honest, the other horses hadn't come through and Mm. the Mm. pedigree was back to its motor powers a little bit far back and and the page wasn't that commercial. So, yeah, it was sort of working in, trying to send the better stallions to Trebler Trebler and just see how Helen's in Paradise went as a broodmare. So. Yeah. Well, she's done pretty well. Common courtesy. 43 starts now, seven wins, nine placings, $84,000.
She's won those two recently in MO and M1. And a lot of these families got to that level, haven't they, where, of winning in MO and M1. You've had a lot of horses get there out of this family in, in just, you know, two or three generations. Yeah, we have, mate. And, and um, the half-sister, Joe got rolled. Um, yeah. A bit of a disaster story. I had a um, roll with Joe at a trebler trebler and I give Joey Thompson a quarter share in it. And he was training her and she'd won two or three trials as a two-year-old. We brought her back as a three-year-old. She got crook and um, finished up having to put her down with pleurisy. And I just said to Joe at the time, look, mate, he was shattered. And I said, take this, take this mare, send her to Ruth Broyle with Joe and just see how you go. And, yeah, she's won a two-year-old race and ran third behind Soro Seraphin and Clayton's good two-year-old, the Lost Storm or whatever it is. And, uh, yeah, she's, she's slowly come back up and Joe's got big hopes for her as a three-year-old, so... Yeah, and terrific bloke, Joey, and uh, he's had uh, not the easiest of 12 months either, and uh, Joe got rolled, has got a lot, a lot of ability. I actually tipped it that night at Ballarat, it ran third, uh, I was on Trot's Vision and gave it a big pump up, we got it over the line in the third spot, I think, from memory, and paid 16, 17, yeah, 18 bucks. Really nice. Yeah, she got home yeah. really nice. Yeah, and uh, look, Joe, Joey knows the family really well, because he's broken in most of my horses, and um, he, he he knows just... you not to push them too hard too early, give them a little bit of time and, and they'll do the rest themselves. So but it's, it's great that he's, he's got a good horse coming through and uh, at least he's got something to look for it every day now with all that's going on with him. So Yeah, he'll put his imprimatur on her too. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, no. Very shrewd <laughs> man, Joey. <laughs> Mate, uh, common courtesy. She, she She's had a... Connor told me, I reckon, at some stage in something on somewhere, some place, that she she has bad feet. Is that right? And she's, she's yeah, just, mate. yeah, go for it. Yeah, like we, when we first got her up and going as a two year old, she, she had to start at Ballarat. She galloped out, um, come off injured. So we tipped her out, brought her back, got her up early. And like she went 158, seven around Wangaratta, leading from six. And we thought, yeah. geez, we've got a nice horse here. And yeah. Come out next start, things started, she started getting heat in the feet. She wanted Oyen. Um, yeah, and it, it, it's sort of taken us a while to work it out. And she's probably missed, probably with me being away, the two lockdowns, just trying to, to sort things out. Um, mm. But, yeah, I've got a good young farrier now. And we her original problem was a back feet. So we tried flip-flops and they were okay. Still wouldn't drive out. So we've had to put an equilox around the wall just to keep the wall together because she flares out at the bottom and uh, she's gradually started to improve and um, yeah we've we'd only sort of get two or three or four runs out early in the prep and she'd start to go off yeah yeah so then uh, the night at Melton when she ran second she sprung a shoe at the start of the race and come home that night and was the next day very sore in that foot so uh, sent her over the water walker and Ash McKnight, who's a really good farrier at the water walker, I said, mate, can you do something with this front feet for us? And so we put a set of 3D pads on, mate. And ever since then, um, she's just grown in confidence every run. So yeah, um, I think we need to win a Metro every now and then to pay the farrier. <laughs> well, he must be charging good then, but farriers don't miss, do they? No, nah, oh, mate, they, they, they earn what they get paid, I'll tell you. I, I, I can't do it and... Yeah, no, I'll pay them whatever they need. No foot, no horse. 
The the generations back behind common courtesy we've been through. Helen's in Paradise six fold two winners by Metropolitan. Treble or Trevor eleven foals seven winners by Albert Albert at Norwood Topsy. Thirteen foals eight winners by New York Motoring. There's uh, a real mix of sires and stallions, and then common courtesy, of course, by Tin Tin in America. There's no rhyme or reason to things, but on paper, but when you hear the reasons and, and the story behind the horses and how you've chosen stallions, etc., it all makes sense. And uh, that last race at Melton on Saturday night and the one on uh, Jan 28, the, it was during the uh, Summer of Glory Carnival, they don't come about overnight and it goes all the way back to 98, 99 when you bought a mare for $6,000 and gee, she was, she was a great buy, Norwood Topsy, and I'm sure she'll live on in your family and your name for for as long as you're around, Wayne. Definitely, mate. She's got a she's got a spot in our hearts, and uh, every time I get a winner, I, I thank her. And as you probably see through there, I did I have put the Topsy name in, in a few horses to yeah. keep it going, and there might be a couple more down the track. Yeah, and I love that Helen's in Paradise. That even makes common courtesy. Where'd common courtesy come from? The name. Uh my dad's got a bit of a bad temper, so we've sort of. <laughs> Yeah. Put that in there somewhere, mate. So, <laughs> uh, just like after his name's Jerry, I named the horse Jerry Hattrick, and he wasn't too happy with that one. Oh, your dad's name's Jerry, is it? Yeah, Jerry, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. So he went with Jerry Hattrick and uh, took the P1 out of your dad for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he won some races because he was filthy. <laughs> oh, that would have been good on a few photos and that over the years, too. <laughs> Yeah, correct. Yeah. Wayne, uh, bloody great to have you on, mate. Uh, been a great trainer too over the time. You've had 68 wins at 14%. Uh, you've always had a good horse in your hands and uh, just love the story of all these horses that have come from this one mare and uh, keep up the great work and look forward to catching up with you sometime soon. Thanks, Toby. There is Wayne Ronan, uh, breeder, trainer, owner. He's been a... I don't think he is. I can't ever recall him driving, but his son Connor does a wonderful job and always great to have these stories on of people and how these horses come about.